Uh, let's see. Hope everybody's having a good day. It is cold out there. Please be careful. Um, and I, this sounds so odd to say, be careful driving. Yes. Anybody that comes from uh, a place where there's normally snow, they're laughing at me right now because there's nothing really. There's a little bit on the lawn, on, on the dirt. Uh, but the truth is, uh, there's a little bit of ice still out there until we get to midday. And I know because my tires slipped at an intersection at uh, 8th in relation. I, I just went to accelerate through the intersection and I could feel my tires slip just, to, just for a second. And I said, oh, there, there must have been ice there. So just be careful. That's all. Police are busy enough. I, ju- I just was looking through the weekend police log. They're busy enough. They don't need, you know, somebody going a little too fast and not realizing there's a little bit of ice on the road. Cut them a break, people. All right. My guest today, Jamie Embeck with uh, City of Safford Planning and Community Development Director. Yes, sir. I got it right. Yay. I just want to say the planning director, but it's it's more. And if I'm correct, Andrew Bell, yes. we are not related <laughs> to my knowledge. My knowledge as well. <laughs> All right. Any family back in the Midwest? No, my family's uh, back east. There you go. All right. How east? Uh, Pennsylvania, New York. Okay, good. All right. I can I can go as far east as Kentucky. That's that's as far east as I can go. But generally, it's Midwest. It's Illinois, uh, Iowa, Wisconsin. So, all right. We're safe. Great. Not related. <laughs> so our kids can marry. Um, <laughs> and we could do the whole Roosevelt thing. Just marry cousins. Um Really? Nothing? No no FDR. Nobody eh, nobody cares that FDR married his cousin. <laughs> Eleanor was his cousin. First cousin? No, I think they were second or thirds. Mm. Uh, but yes, they were definitely family. So, eh, all right. Um, the reason I asked for you guys, because I had a cancellation today, and, and I was chatting with the assistant to the city manager and hoping to get you guys on today, is because I saw you guys debut late. Was it late the week before or last week? I forget which. Last this, week. Last, last week. week. Okay. This this program, and I've been so impressed with how. And by the way, Andrew, you're not the code enforcement officer, right? You're the. Oh, I looked up your title and I forgot it. Neighborhood officer. Neighborhood officer, which and and that's that's what I wanted to talk about is radically different from the way I've seen other cities I've been in approach things. Is that a fair way to put it, Jamie? Yes, and it was intentional that way. Um, Where I've lived uh, throughout multiple states has been a code enforcement officer who goes around, look who's uh, in violation of the code, usually issues one warning, and then immediately thereafter is cited and uh, they begin the process, usually involving the courts, and at the very worst, a lien on the property. It's, it's very um, stick versus carrot. And I've noticed Safford's taking the completely opposite approach. Fair to say? Yes. What prompted that? Um, when I started here two years ago, uh, the building inspectors were doing code enforcement, and it was very um, complaint-based. It wasn't widespread, and so uh, Mr. Casella and I started talking about a program, and the mayor 
Jason Couts was very adamant that whatever we do be mostly carrot and not much stick, as you referred to that, because he wanted to give people every opportunity to have volunteers help them, have other opportunities to get their property clean with the same end result, but less punishment. I don't know if you can answer this, because like you, like me, you're a transplant to the area. Yes. Um, I got the impression there was a whole lot of, if I know you, you get a chance. If I don't know you, we're probably going to issue a citation. I'm not talking about during the current administration, not during Mr. Casella as city manager, not even during Horatio Skeet as city manager, but, but previous administrations, if I know you. And the, and the reason I say that is uh, my wife with her business has a lot of stuff in our backyard. And the building inspector who knew Royce, I think they went to high school together, would come by and say, hey, you got to put a fence up. So she did, you know, and, and that's what she needed to do. But it wasn't a citation. It was, you know, knock on the door. Hey, you got to put a fence up or you're going to get in trouble, um, which is the way we want it to be. Right. Right. Um, so I'm wondering if that's if that's what prompted this, if, if there were any complaints of, well, I don't know anybody. So therefore, I'm cited, but. Not that I'm aware of, but as you say, that was well before I moved to the area. Right, so. and, and before I had, too. Mm -hmm. So, um, it, you know, she just told me because she, you know, everybody knows Jaime. You know, it's, yeah. it's just, um, and, and that's what you want, right? right? I mean, that's what we want is work with, not against citizens. Yes. At least that's what I as a citizen would like. Yes, and that's Andrew's first step is the knock on the door and, hey, did you know that you can't do X, Y, and Z? So, Andrew, uh, the I think your first big initiative was the uh, roll-off dumpster next to uh, St. Rose of Lima, correct? Correct. How did that go? Uh, we had a very good turnout with that. Um, if I remember correctly, we emptied those dumpsters four times. Wow. And that doesn't include all the big items that weren't inside the dumpster. Um, and we were very successful with that cleanup. Um, did you have any chance to speak with the residents in that neighborhood? Or was it just a blanket, hey, by the way, this is out here. We're going to put some flyers up, that sort of thing. Um, I handed flyers out to everybody in that um, neighborhood and um, I got a lot of positive comments about how excited they were to have this program in their area and so they were they were really thrilled to have the opportunity to dispose of trash right next door to where they live how common is it for those that really need these types of services to not be able to afford these services or are physically unable to avail themselves of these types of services. By that I mean, you know, how likely is it that the folks with the messiest yards, for lack of a better term, are seniors who can't get out there and physically pick it up, or are just can't afford a roll-off? You know, they're, they're literally going paycheck to paycheck and juggling what bill gets paid today. Yes, that's uh, actually one of the biggest issues we have is um, financial hardships or seniors or d disabled or even just 
they don't have a pickup truck or a trailer to get the items to the landfill. Uh, as, as community development director, boy, I'm asking big questions. I'm, I apologize. We know our salary, our average salary here in Graham County and especially in Greenlee is very good because of the mine. And we've got two other good, three other good big employers. It's not just Freeport, it's the hospital, it's the college, it's the city of Safford. All three pay above average, although city of Safford employees might disagree, but that's compared to other municipalities, not necessarily the other jobs around here. Um, but that doesn't mean we've got folks that are struggling to make it, correct? Correct. And and that's where the volunteer phone numbers come in. So uh, Andrew has located several volunteer organizations that will help people clean their property if they aren't physically able. And then he's rolled out the trailer, the dump trailer program, which is what you saw online. So if you don't have a truck and trailer, the city will provide that and then Andrew will take it to the landfill. So, so let's talk about that. Um, what exactly is this new program? How does it work? Give us all the details on that. So this dump trailer, um, it's a 10-foot long dump trailer, 60 inches wide with three-foot sides on it. And that dump trailer would be delivered to the city of Safford um, resident um, if you meet the qualifications and, and you're in city limits. That trailer would be dropped off either on a Monday and picked up on a Thursday or dropped off on a Thursday and picked up on a Monday. So that would give you ample amount of time to load the trailer um, on your own schedule. And um, to, to reserve the trailer, you would visit the City of Safford website at uh, www.cityofsafford.us and click on forms and permits under the planning and community development you scroll down it's i think the seventh tab down click on that and it'll bring up the application or if you don't have access to the internet you could stop by the city of safford annex building at 808 south 8th avenue and pick up an application what are the you said qualifications what are the qualifications to get this um, to reside within the city limits of Safford. Is there any income requirement? No. Um, the people who do have open code enforcement cases do have preference. Um, so they can get their case taken care of, but is available to anyone in the city of Safford for their private residence. All right. See, I, you know, it's funny. Jamie and I, right before the holiday, kept going back and forth trying to get some information. And my email system is jacked up. That's the only thing I can think of because you kept trying to get it to me. City of Sanford is really going out of its way to provide help to its citizenry. And, and it's shocking to me how available it is to so many people. The thing we were communicating about was was business support. Mm -hmm. um, so dealing with individual businesses, small businesses. Um, but it's available to every business in the city. Mm -hmm. And and I don't think people realize that it's there and, and that you're not limited to one request. There are very specific requirements. You have to 50% match, that sort of thing. But it's there. And, and I see small businesses all the time that are struggling because that's the nature of small business. 
and not realizing there's something here. And so the small business program that you're speaking of is no longer in effect, but we do have the facade grant program. And then Arizona, Local First Arizona has a microloan program that's available to any small business. Now, the, that business support program, that was what, uh, ARPA funds? Um, it was par- partially ARPA funds, partially general funded. And, and United Way, I think, contributed to it as I well. I think right? so. And uh, this January, we'll be kicking off a small business spotlight, and we'll be starting to work with the Chamber of Commerce to have meetings with small business owners to see what their needs are within the city of Safford. See, that's that's the kind of thing that um, hopefully we can help you with, yes. you know, promoting that here, um, that the city of Safford's doing. And I don't – I really wish more – so many people grow up here and never leave here. And it's wonderful. It's a great place to raise your kids. I get that. My son wants to raise his son here. Um, so I understand all of that. But if you got out of here and lived anywhere else, you'd realize the support mechanisms here aren't like other communities. You're, you're kind of left to flounder in many other places. You're Because you're, you, you don't know what's there. But here, there's always something there to help you, whether it's a city, whether it's a chamber, whether it's the SBDC, all of which are working together mm-hmm. to, to help. So, yeah, take advantage. My gosh. Yes. So, uh, very cool. Uh, well, the facade grant, that's different from the downtown facade grant, right? Um, that is the downtown facade grant. Oh, so, yeah, the small business program that you were talking about um, ended July 1st, um, but the small business facade program is still going and the local first Arizona microloan program is still going and we will be starting the small business spotlight and um, neighborhood meetings with small business owners in January. Very good. And that will be with Mick Ruiz and the Chamber of Commerce. Do we have a start date on that yet? Late January. Mick and I have just started planning it this week. Gotcha. Uh, well, you're in the second week, so you know <laughs> <laughs> that late January sneaks up on you real fast. Time flies. It? Yeah. <laughs> um, as as far I want to let's go back to code and not enforcement. See, I want to go to that. Well, you are enforcing the code, um, but the title of neighborhood officer shows that we are more interested in pride in our community than we are sending you to jail. Uh, no, you can't send people to jail. You can. Really? Yes. I've never seen that. It's always been. Now, the one that I've always seen that there's no play on is a pool. If if you've got a pool and your fence is down or the fence is broken, it's like, okay, you have one day, get it fixed. Right. If not, we're going to. Safety issues are completely different. Right. Um, what Andrew is working on mostly is um, beautification, pride in the community, helping people who we he collected a lot of refrigerators that people probably just had on their back porch for so long because they had physically had no way to get it to the landfill. So that's really what we're working on is a community-wide pride in the community, taking part together to be neighborly and help those who can't do it. It's not a, a punishment. It's a community-wide beautification effort. Have you... Have you had a chance to go through the separate communities? Are are you treating them like, um, like individual neighborhoods, or are you looking citywide when you go through your your targeting? I guess is the best way to put it. Um, I, I try to have the city as one whole 
um, unit. So we have the same throughout the whole city. Um, it, well, I'm thinking specifically about your approach because you're one man. And while we bells can do a lot, I don't think we can do everything all at once. Grid system. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> um, so, so you're taking it uh, section by section? Correct. Okay. Um, was there anything that prompted where you're going? Is it just geographic? I'm going to start at the south, north east side first and work my way to southwest? Or is it based on past code violations or anything like that? So I have this grid system, and I just picked one corner, and I worked my way through the whole city grid by grid. And every month, I end up doing the whole grid. So I work my way through the, the city. Um, In a month? That's huge. I, I, I can't imagine that. Because we're not a—I mean, we're a small town, comparatively. But it, geographically, it's not a tiny community. You know, we're not Baus. <laughs> and that helps. Um, when he first came in, of course, there were a ton of cases. And then slowly, as he becomes more familiar with people and he knows who to call if there's an issue, it's catching things before they get bad now. Um, one thing I've noticed is, uh, and I don't know if this is something you guys are working with together, um, the trash guys. I, I know City of Safford does one free large pickup per month with with utility service. Yes. Oh. Um, so they do have, um, Andrew has it here, but I don't see. Okay, one free truckload of residential trash once per month. Right. That, okay. So that's when I can drop off big items, mm -hmm. put them out curbside, and, and the guys pick it up. Uh, yes, if you call ahead for that. Um, otherwise, you just take it to the landfill. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, but I've noticed um, we had our landscaper out and, and did our monthly, and God bless him, he loves to just leave the bags at the curb. And so I'm usually the one throwing them in the can. Um, but... This one time I missed it, and and the trash guys just picked it up anyway. That's a service that you don't see in other large cities where where your guys are out there putting in a little extra effort. Yes. Generally, they prefer that you schedule bulk pickup two weeks ahead, um, but they probably just saw it picked it up. They did. That's what I mean. It's it's like you said. It's, it's just being neighborly. Right. Rather than... Um, just leaving it there right which i wouldn't have blamed them i mean i really try not to leave stuff out there but i missed this one yes but that is available if people want to call for bulk pickup they can call 928-432-4170 and schedule bulk pickup as well all right 428-9494 if you have a question for jamie ambeck and andrew bell there with the city of safford all right we're gambling let's see if this works i don't think that's going to work that properly I just have a feeling it's not going to. Uh, all right, going to try and take a quick break. If not, back in just a moment. Welcome back to Voice of the Valley in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm Dave Bell, Jamie Ambeck, Andrew Bell is here. 
no relation. Got to stress that. I, you're the first, you're the second bell I've met here. Any relation to Joseph? Um, That's the other bell I've met here, Joseph Bell. My, my, my father's Joseph Bell. You probably haven't met him. Okay. So, yeah. The, the, as far as I know, we're the only three bells here. Well, that aren't married to a bell. <laughs> you know, that took the bell name, unfortunately. Uh, what was your nickname growing up? Uh, just Andy. Andy or Andrew. Oh, mine was either uh, Liberty. <laughs> uh, I got a little bit of Tinker. <laughs> Uh, Ding Dong was real popular. And where I grew up, uh, we had Bozo, WGN. And the first Bozo there was played by an actor, Bob Bell. And, um, yeah, once the other kids found that out, it was just ugly. <laughs> so maybe maybe the kids here in Arizona. Did you grow up in Arizona? I did. Maybe the kids in Arizona are much nicer than the nice. kids in Chicago. But, uh, yeah, Liberty stuck with me through high school. At least it's not too bad. I could live with that one. Tinker, <laughs> Tinker was rough. Um, it's, you know, in the 60s, Tinkerbell, not, not good. Um, so we're, we're talking about the new, um, what, what are we calling, what are you guys calling the, the new program where you deliver the small roll-off? We're just calling it the dump trailer program. Dump trailer, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so... If, if I'm interested in the dump trailer, I go, I put in the application through the city website. Is there any, is there any way to get more information? Can I, can I just talk to Andrew? Yes. You can always call him, and his phone number is 928-432-4142. And, and what kind of help do you offer? Is it just here's what you can and can't do, that sort of thing? Um, I have some phone numbers from the volunteers that – would go out and assist who might need help cleaning up their yards. Um, also, the, the schedule of how soon we could get a trailer to you. If you have questions about um, different types of code enforcement and what needs to be done or addressed to be in compliance. What about home-based businesses? Um, I'm, I'm assuming the fire department needs to know if there are specific chemicals involved with a business that are located on the house. So Does that, that come through the business license? Yes, that's another program we're working on through our department. Um, so we do issue home occupation permits, and we get the description of what they're doing. And uh, currently they're getting a fire inspection by Tristan Richard, if they're going to have the public or be doing anything like that at their home. And he will be taking his fire inspector to class in February, and then we can develop a City of Safford-specific fire inspection program. He's completed his fire inspector one, uh, certification and will be completely set to design the plan after February. Uh, I, again, having lived in other communities, especially pool-heavy communities, because pool cleaning is one of the easiest home-based businesses to kind of get started, but there's a ton of chemicals mm-hmm. involved in that. And and I would think landscaping much the same way, that if there's a fire, it could be really, really dangerous for a firefighter, not knowing what's coming in, right. what they're going into. And so we're really working hard to get that fire inspection program to be robust as well. Any idea when that might start? I'm guessing we'll roll it out late spring, early summer by the time he finishes his certification. And we've talked to other municipalities in the state of Arizona to um, 
get their sample forms. We've talked with the state fire marshal. We're working with them on the program. So I'd say late spring, early summer. All right. Now, I've said this many times. I'm a fan of regulation because I like safe drinking water. I like clean air. I I am a fan of that. However, we're in Arizona where it's always the government's fault. And it's the government uh, red tape bureaucracy that's killing my business, killing our way of life, et cetera. Are you getting any pushback on these sorts of things? Because I, to me, they're logical. I want to know that my neighbor's got, if he's, if he's you know, putting together ammunition in his garage, not because I'm afraid he's going to be an armed insurrectionist. Maybe he's doing a small business. But if there's a fire, that's a danger. Right. I think it's the way we're addressing it. Um, The fire inspections are of no charge, and people realize, especially if they have a business, it's great for their insurance to know that they have been inspected and that they have their exits marked and they have fire extinguishers and they're aware of the issues in their building. So, so far, we've had no pushback with either program. Very good. I'm I'm glad to hear that because it's just logical, just like a neighborhood officer. I wanted to say coded for a neighborhood officer is logical to me, but it doesn't have to be oppressive. Yes, it's not the lawn and garden club. It's a safety based program um, to remove junk and debris, weeds. Um, Andrew has found some unsafe structures that we've worked with the building department to remove. So I think it's all the way you approach it. We're not measuring grass or choosing your paint color. I've been in those communities. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I take it you have as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all those planning and zoning commissions that really think they know everything. They are fun to be around. Yes. So we're approaching everything from safety standpoint. Um, and and the trash, I'm assuming, is also a safety standpoint. Uh, I'm I'm yeah I'm guessing that if you've got an over full yard there's probably a number of pests that come with that, correct? Yes, and we also have quite a bit of a problem with stray cats in the city, and they live... Oh, you need to come to my neighborhood. They live in those. um, Andrew found a car the other day that was housing quite a few feral cats, so... Yeah, I got a neighbor that feeds the feral cats, so every day I come out, and there's one or two under my car. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's 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 a wonderful neighborhood yes. if you like cats. If you like cats, I don't. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm. But I'm also thinking snakes and uh, mice. Yeah, bugs, all of those things. Fire yeah. hazard in the summer. Um, and and will we ever get to the point of weeds? Um, because again, it's weird. Natural grasses are good, but. Considering we, it's weird saying it today, we get almost no moisture, letting it grow can be a hazard as well. Correct. Um, Andrew's had quite a bit of problem with tumbleweeds blowing from farm fields into other people's yards. And the weeds, he really looks at them at case-by-case basis. Is it just natural grass holding back the soil and keeping the erosion from happening? Or is it a fire hazard? Is it... um, tumbleweeds that are going to bother the neighbors so he evaluates those on a case-by-case basis how long you been on the job andrew Uh, it's a newer program so it's about seven months how do you like it so far 
I really enjoy it. Seeing the, the difference of uh, taking pride in the community and, and really trying to beautify the city. You're kind of out there on your own too, right? I mean, it's a one-man unit? For, yes. Uh, you'd prefer that or you'd rather have a couple others under you kind of doing the grunt work and you doing the paperwork? No, I, I enjoy doing all of it from the paperwork to being out there. Wow, you're the first man I've ever heard that says he enjoys paperwork. I think um, it's a varied job, so you don't get bored. One day you're out and about, one day you're doing paperwork. It, it's very different every day. It's great when you can find the right person for the right job, the person that enjoys it um, and takes pride in it. Yes. So it's, uh, anybody who's ever had to hire knows that's, that management is the challenge. Yes. It's not the job. It's finding the right person. Yes. And then letting that person go do their job because they're qualified to do it. And Andrew is doing a wonderful job. He's been a great add to the department. So, uh, the, the two big initiatives right you know, right from the start look great. Mm-hmm. And, and the city seems to be embracing them. Mm-hmm. So uh, do we know where the first roll-off is going? Because uh, you debuted it last week. Has it already gone out or is it just about ready to... The, the truck. The dump trailer. The dump trailer. The dump trailer me. is actually currently out. See? All right. All right. And we don't want to say where because, you know, it's not there for you to just go dump your stuff as Correct. you're driving by. It's for that particular property owner, right? Yes. Okay. Although, as I say, that's about the only kind of illegal dumping that I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> um, are there plans? Because uh, we've, we've got just about a minute are there plans to bring the large roll-off again to another neighborhood? Yes. With a free dump weekend, we'll coordinate that with Lance Henry and Public Works every year. Um, is that... Oh, okay. So every free dump weekend? Um, not the free dump weekend, Are you talking Community Pride Days? Community Pride Days, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's one thing I've kind of missed when I first moved here. Uh, Community Pride Days was, was a little bit bigger, but CCAB was really moving strongly and ever since you know jay passed away ccap's kind of gone to the side so i guess i guess andrew's now got to step in yes so he'll be attending ccap meetings and it'll be coordinated with community pride days very good andrew bell jamie ambick with the city of safford thank you both so much for being here i appreciate it thank you and thank you all for listening as well i appreciate it every single day i'm out of here for right now but i'll be back tomorrow Until then, you guys have a great day.